0: a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. A communications disruption can mean only one thing. Invasion.
1: We will not condone a course of action that
2: will lead us to war.
0: At last we will reveal ourselves to the Jedi.
3: At last we will have revenge. Always two there are. A master and an apprentice. This is getting out of hand. Now, there are
2: two of them. You refer to the prophecy of the one who will bring balance to the Force. You believe it's this boy? I'm a person, and my name is Anakin. What? you think you're some kind of Jedi waving your hands around like
0: that? I'm a pilot, you know, and someday I'm going to fly away from this place. They will kill you if you stay. We haven't much time. right the out, all of them. A death toll is catastrophic.
2: Our people are dying, Senator. We must do something quickly.
1: This is a battle I do not think that we can win. Fear is the path to the dark side. Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering. I have a bad feeling about this. Hello and welcome back to Inside Quotes, episode 37. I'm your host Jeremy Jones and with me today is my brother Jonathan. Jonathan, what's up? Quack quack everybody. Jonathan, we 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 100% did it. You know what today is? Today marks the 1 year anniversary of Inside Quotes. And I figured we we'd have a special occasion and we should start recording like some actual good movies. Maybe like a series and maybe maybe even have a guest or two. Yeah. These next couple of weeks and I think it's about time we started one of the best series of all, and it's one your—it's actually your favorite
3: series, and I'm going to let you announce it since it's your pick. So yeah, Jeremy, that's right. It, it is our one-year anniversary Woo! of doing the podcast, and in order to celebrate, we're starting with the greatest saga of all time. And you know what they say, every saga has a beginning. Episode 1, The Phantom Menace. Yes!
1: Now, disclaimer for all of our uh, listeners that have poor taste: uh, we will not bash these prequels. Uh, much. much they are well deserved hate. <laughs> they have some well deserved hate, but we stand prequels, and most of us will stand Jar Jar. So, uh, if you have hatred towards either of those things, keep listening, so that you you get triggered. But um, Leave leave us a good review, and then be on your way. We love all Star Wars, except for um, some of them. (laughs) (laughs) But if you're just going to hate on
3: the prequels, we don't need your negativity. And we will be spreading positivity. And in order to do that, we've got a special guest on with us today. Please welcome to the podcast, Harrison Ford, everybody. Harrison Ford.
2: Yes. Am I supposed to talk now?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Wait, this is is not Harrison Ford? Oh, it's not Harrison Ford. (laughs) No, we've got an old friend of mine from college, and even before that, good friend, Tyler Peterson, on the podcast for the very first time. Welcome
2: to the show. Oh, I was expecting Paul. Exactly. Uh, Thanks for having me, guys. Quack, quack, everybody. (laughs) Quack, quack. Or should I say, Roger, Roger, everybody. Roger, Roger. Roger, Roger. (laughs) So
3: we wanted to invite... Tyler on because He's one of our one of our biggest fans Let's just face it I mean he's he's probably our biggest Fan yeah, most likely, likely besides yeah. our mom <laughs> I've got my face Paint on and everything <laughs> Yeah one cheek says I the other one says Q and I'll leave That up to you which cheek I'm talking about <laughs> All four hey, hey. But uh, he regularly Hits us up on Instagram sending us the uh, Star he, he's Wars our memes, main supplier so. of prequel Memes for sure
2: That's right. That's right. And every time I see one, I can't pass it up.
3: (laughs) (laughs) And Jeremy runs the the Instagram, so he has to share them with me.
2: I figured that was the case. (laughs) I've started sharing them to both the inside quotes and to to you just separately. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's been a little while now. I, I would like to share them on
1: our podcast, but there's no way to actually do that.
2: Auditorially, oh uh, yeah, that's true. Because oh, most of them are just funny, like the one where General Grievous runs out and digs up the lightsabers after <laughs> yeah, Ray after buries Ray. them. <laughs> A fine <laughs> addition to my collection. <sighs> <laughs> or that girl that slid down into the starlight pit. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so Star Wars is
1: probably with the. Rebirth of prequel memes in the past couple of years. It really made us realize how quotable these prequel movies are, especially this one.
0: Because <laughs> mm.
1: otherwise we just thought they were good Star Wars movies. And, but no, there, there's so many quotes at least there's at least two quotes in this movie,
3: you know? And.
1: Oh yeah. At least.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I love it. Hey, that's more than last week. I don't think we had that many quotes for Lilo
2: and Stitch. No. Yeah, what was that the the David guy? Oh? <laughs> oh, Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, even my parents pretty regularly quote this one, and they are definitely not up to date with the fads of memes. But they'll they'll be like, "There's always a bigger fish," or they'll say all that kind of stuff, which of course was around There's before a- this movie, but that really kind <laughs> of oh, tied man. it in for us. <laughs>
3: I love, I love Qui-Gon. He has so much wisdom to share. I feel like I, I think of his quotes all the time. Oh, man.
2: It's, it's always a big fish. Oh, Qui-Gon has such a special <laughs> spot in my heart. That's actually one of my main talking points. But oh, I'll man. wait until we get a little further in the movie. That. <laughs> all right, so should we, Jonathan, should we all three
1: sort of give our background in Star Wars?
3: That's kind of what I was thinking. It's, it's time for us to share our testimony. That's pretty necessary. What brought us to to the wars <laughs> of the star variety. Uh do you want to start, Jeremy? Or do I'll you want let, to go?
1: I would like you to start, actually. So Alright. I will go.
3: <laughs> so my introduction to Star Wars, surprisingly enough, is with episode one, The Phantom Menace. Wow. I somehow <laughs> did not see the original trilogy growing up until this movie came out. Man. I we had the tapes. We had them And I just don't think our older brothers like really like watched them over and over again. I think they liked them, but it was just like, I just don't, I have no memory of it. If it was ever playing, I didn't see it, didn't remember it, didn't care about it. And so episode one came out at like the perfect, perfect time for me. I would, I think I was seven when it came out and I went into it with like no expectations. I don't even remember like, I just remember like suddenly there I am. I'm in the theater watching the best movie I've ever seen in my entire (laughs) life. (laughs) And it was just like, it was just breathtaking. I I don't know. I guess it was just like people's experiencing the original star Wars in like the seventies. But I just remember afterwards, I was just like in this daze of like, what did I just see? That was awesome. You hadn't (laughs) seen a bigger movie, like up to big (laughs) scale like that before, probably. Yeah, probably not. I mean, it was just like, it was just amazing. And I just thought it was the best thing ever. (laughs) And I remember afterwards um, asking my mom about it. We were talking about the movie and and she was like, well, you know, there's like these other ones too. And I'm like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Hold up. (laughs) Like I just, episode one, this is the first one. Like I didn't, I didn't know all this backstory the first time I saw it. And so after we saw it in the theater, um, I pretty much spent that summer of 99 just rewatching the original trilogy like on repeat, like that whole summer. <laughs> <laughs> and I loved those two. And for me, because I was at a young age, I just, you know, I didn't see any difference between the two. It was all this is Star Wars. Like there was nothing I, I had no. Yeah. uh, You know, I didn't go into it with like a lot of baggage of, you know, what I expected mm-hmm. the prequels to be like. <laughs> I just saw it and I thought it was amazing. and. Uh, it's still amazing. I still love it. Heck yeah. <laughs> this is, this is what, this is what got me into it. Another story I had about it was, um, I remember back then, like it took forever for things to come out like on VHS, like for yeah. movies to come out on home video. It took a like very six, long time. six seven months. And all I remember is when, by at this time, the summer had ended, I was like in school and I remember like, I went home sick for the day. And my mom, like I went to the doctor, I don't know. I got a prescription. I had to go home and she took me home. And when she had like picked up the prescription, I guess she had bought the tape for me Mm. of episode one had come out and I didn't even know it was out. And so she like came home with like the medicine I had to take, but she also had like star Wars, which is the real medicine. That's what healed me. Absolutely. And I just could not wait to watch that tape. It was just like, I didn't even know it was out. And I was just like, yes, it's finally there. I can rewatch this one a million times with the others. Sign
2: up for a couple more sick days so you can memorize it.
3: <laughs> yep. But that's, I mean, so then after after that, basically, I got into, I, I knew the backstory. And so I was then like getting into the lore of Star Wars. And then I couldn't wait for episode two and three. I was like super pumped for, for the next ones to come out. And it was just such a long wait because those movies there was three years in between them back then, Man. which is a long so, time. It's just that it like, is it's a long time to wait for the next movie.
2: Now it feels like a year's a long time to wait. <laughs>
1: Although they didn't yeah. really leave off super big cliffhangers, so like,
3: yeah. yeah,
1: it was okay. Like it didn't seem like that long. It seems longer to go a year between stuff now that every single thing has a cliffhanger, like Mandalorian season two, or you know anything <laughs> else Star Wars yeah. basically. <laughs> I just remember that was the longest two years of our life uh, after episode seven and trying to get to episode eight. Everybody's making all those predictions. Yeah. It all paid off in the end, huh? <laughs>
3: not at all. Absolutely not. Anyways, <laughs> um, here, here, here's something I want to say here. Let's. Let, we're not gonna hate on the prequels because we love them. Let's let's try it to keep the the sequel bashing to a little bit. Yeah, a, no, we'll, I mean, we'll cover oh those yeah. when we no cover worries. those. There's good things. There's good thing about good things about the sequels. There's things I don't like
2: about them, but see, that's the great part about us being like seven years old when it came out. Like you were saying, <laughs> we didn't recognize any of the so-called bad acting or any of yeah, the dry yeah. stuff people talk about or how, like, in the adult community, Jar Jar Binks was like. The Antichrist or something. Uh, <laughs> hurts he, was, my heart. he was like my favorite character. I was Jar Jar
3: obsessed. Oh my goodness, yes. Dude. We Dude. had those shirts. I had a Jar Jar t shirt. <laughs> I had a Jar Jar watch. I had a toy. Dude, I had I even have hold on, hold on. Oh no. <laughs> oh you still got something. <laughs> car- Wait, let me get it let me get a screenshot.
2: Wait
3: We got this at the flea market like a few years ago. It's yeah, like I a was- car. Jar Jar cardboard cutout. That's out. one of the
2: best finds you could get. That was awesome. I'll
3: have to take a picture of that for the Instagram. Yeah, got
2: it. I had like a Jar Jar Binks inflatable chair for like little kids. It was like purple oh, and man. see-through and you're like sitting on Jar Jar. Well, I've got a picture of me at Disney
1: Fort Wilderness riding a pony. And I'm, I'm completely outfitted out with uh, Jar Jar attire. Oh, yeah. I have blue Jar no Jar way. pants. Blue Jar Jar pants and then blue Jar Jar jersey, soccer jersey.
2: A jersey, yeah. <laughs> that fit check,
1: fit check. I'm pretty <laughs> sure I had Star Wars <laughs> <laughs> shoes, either that or Veggie tail shoes. Not sure, but um, yeah.
2: See, they knew what they were doing with Jar Jar. Yeah, they knew what they were doing. They knew exactly. <laughs> what I have to find. And
3: this even re, even rewatching Jar Jar as an adult, I like I can see where people are coming from, but like rewatching it. Just the other day, I was just like, I was cracking up at what he was saying. Especially because yeah. I watched it with subtitles for the first yeah. time. And so I was actually able to like understand do what do he that. was saying,
2: some of it. <laughs> there were a few times where I was like, I'm not sure if I quite caught that. <laughs> like, I think the time where Qui Gon, I forget if he says, like, Do you have a brain? And he says, Misa Spec. I didn't know I he's spank. saying, I, I was speaking. But then you hear yeah, Qui Gon yeah. say, like, Just because you speak, you don't have a brain. Something like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. I never made that connection. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you mentioned getting an inflatable oh, chair. I actually have oh, a story man. about something similar because I remember for my birthday. After that, someone, uh, my friend Chad, was like, "I got you a really cool gift for your birthday." I was, my mind was racing. What is it? What is it? And it was just like this. Uh, when I got the present, it was just like wrapped up like a box, and so I was like, "What is this?" And it was like kind of heavy. I was like, "Is this a PlayStation?" <laughs> you got me a playstation it wasn't a playstation <laughs> but what it was it was like this big uh inflatable darth maul pool raft like pool chair that like Whoa. you could sit in the water but my mom made me take it back because she did not like darth maul because he looked like a devil. <laughs> dude,
2: my mom was the same way
3: <laughs> uh we could not have anything darth maul dude on it. i remember getting Every in time trouble that scene
2: would come up man Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, speaking of Darth Maul
1: it's and Mom true. not liking her him, uh, we were—I guess—we were doing some like field day or maybe like fall festival or something at school. I was probably in like third, fourth grade, and uh, there was a booth where they'd do face painting. And I, I asked the lady, like, normally just be like stupid little like hearts or something on your cheeks or something. But I was like, "How much time do you have? And can you paint Darth Maul on my face?" So she did. <laughs> And I remember it, it took like probably 30 minutes for her to actually do it. And it looked really cool. I thought, I don't have any pictures for proof, but I remember getting home and mom made me wash it off. She was like, you're not walking around looking like the devil.
2: I was That's like, what's exactly. so cool. Every time the scene would come up. It's so funny. My mom was like, Oh, he looks like the devil.
3: <laughs> it's those orange eyes. How, how else are you supposed to know that he's the bad guy? Right. <laughs> George Lucas isn't very subtle with this stuff, you know? (laughs) Another thing uh, I remember for Christmas or at some point I got, I got this, uh, this long sleeve shirt. It was like this denim shirt, but on the back it had this like huge embroidered uh, pod racer, like Anakin's pod racer on the back. It was this big thing. and And it was like huge, like embroidered thing. It was like, Oh, Anakin Skywalker pod racer. And it was like, and then the front, of the shirt had this like little just logo and it was just like a circle of his face or something up in the top right corner. Yeah. It was like this long sleeve shirt. And of course I live in Florida, so I'm not going to wear the long sleeve shirt that mm. often. And it's kind of a dressy shirt. And so I got it and I was like super excited. Cause I was like, Oh, I can't wait to wear this to church. <laughs> and then my mom wouldn't let me wear it to church. Cause she thought it'd be too distracting. <laughs> so then I just didn't wear it. <laughs> It just sat in my closet for years. I maybe wore it like one or two times.
2: It sounds about right.
3: Until I grew out of it. I was, I, I was so excited because I really wanted to wear that shirt, but I wanted to show it off at church. Now, I know
2: everyone will have a story with these, but me and my brothers, of course, grew up with the lightsabers and having plenty of fights. And oh, yeah. They got pretty messy. <laughs> but I... <laughs> I was always the coolest one, in my opinion, because I had Darth Maul's lightsaber. Oh! Man. And back in the day, I mean, all the lightsabers were the same, except for that one.
0: Yeah. I'd
2: <laughs> act like I could beat everybody up and stuff. And of course, there were times where, like, one of my brothers would get mad and throw his lightsaber, and the, the handle would like split one of our lips open or something. <laughs> we weren't weren't very cautious, but it. Yeah, I was the coolest kid on on the block. We'd go like all the other kids at church when we were super little. <laughs> Go afterwards and, like, run up to your mom and be like, Mom, Mom, can I have the keys? Run out to your car and get your lightsaber out, and all the yes. other kids meet you in the yard, and you're all, like, going nuts at <laughs> it. <laughs> our,
3: our cousins had these, had, the like, the cool lightsabers, I, the Force Effects ones or whatever they're called. From Barnes & Noble? Like the older like ones? The $200 Man, ones? Like, at least $100 ones. And I remember going over and, like, playing with them, and we just thought those were the coolest things ever.
1: We thought we were actual Jedi's.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and years later we actually pick some up at yard sales at like a bargain like 10 bucks oh, yep. i got the darth vader one jeremy got you got the obi-wan yeah like yeah. no. no wait yours isn't obi-wan it's i think it's a luke one or an anakin one I, it's the same one <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah that's true you it's got a blue one
1: yeah the blue yeah
0: mm-hmm.
1: Th- those two ones that we got at the yard sale are currently sitting in my office cubicle right now i like I set nice. them up behind my dual monitor screens, so I can turn them on. I like, put tape over the speakers, oh. so I turn them on, and I got red on this side and blue on the other side, and it like glows the back of my uh my cubicle walls. And then I've got like those LED lights on the bottom of my desk, and I match the colors, and it looks really cool.
3: I'm very proud of it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, Tyler,
3: what's what was your uh, what's your Star Wars story?
2: My parents before they were married that was kind of like one of their date night type of things the movies Mm -hmm. and then i know i can't remember if it was like for their wedding or like one of their early anniversaries or something they got like that the triple box set of all the the movies oh yeah and i we'd probably still have it i think somewhere in their home (laughs) in the attic maybe (laughs) um but we grew up i remember watching them And like you said, episode one came out when we were like seven years old. So I could not have been old enough to understand much of the movies, but I loved them. But the main thing was my dad, every time he would go to the store, he'd pick up a new figure for himself (laughs) and he'd like keep it in a box in the head and then he'd get the same (laughs) one for us. So eventually we had this like giant plastic tote tub of just every Star Wars character. And that's really how we learned like the names of all these like obscure oh, yeah. characters you don't know about because yeah. you're like oh there's like this bounty hunter that stands in the back of java's palace <laughs> at one point and mm-hmm. i think i can't remember if this is his official name but it was something like banana man or something <laughs> he's like this big weird <laughs> banana creature but we mm-hmm. had like all these toys and he would get us i know he got us like the giant millennium falcon we had like a full-size ATAT, mm-hmm. and that was pretty much the toys we played with all of our childhood me and my two brothers growing up and yep. i think we had a couple gi joes but those didn't get played with very much <laughs> it was all <laughs> star wars all the time
1: who cares about real wars when you have star wars
2: exactly like a gun <laughs> how cool is that when you have everything else that star wars provides <laughs> lights and laser players. swords <laughs> and thinking back now there's no way i understood these movies at all but I, we still love them. And I'm pretty sure it's just because mm-hmm. my parents made sure we loved them. <laughs> but it worked. <laughs> yeah. But with this, with this episode one, I remember the whole family went and we saw it in theaters and it was like a big deal. So we typically wouldn't get anything, but we got drinks and popcorn. I remember that because <laughs> that was a big deal. Yeah. And this, so I, I, the part of the movie I was gonna say to save later, but I'll go ahead and tell it. This is like my biggest story of this movie. I, like Jeremy, have a, a soft heart for for some movies. Like you know what I mean? Like they do some emotional scene, like up. There might you might see a, a tear go down my eye yes, before I like yeah. turn my head real fast. <laughs> this movie, little seven year old me, like you said, I'd never experienced an epic movie in theaters like this before. The scene where they're burning Qui Gon's body. Oof. I busted oh, out in tears. I thought hey, you were saying I busted I remember... out laughing. <laughs> no. Oh man. I wish it had been that. But of course my brothers, one of I can't remember which brother. It must have been my older brother, because he looked over and he's like,
0: Are you crying? <laughs> I was like, no. No.
2: <laughs> it's because throughout the whole movie, Qui-Gon is like this super wise warm like father figure and he's yeah. like it seems like he's got the answer for everything mm. and I did not expect him to die <laughs> no that was <laughs> and re rewatching it now it wasn't even that sad of a scene it's just they're burning his body Yeah, nobody's like crying they're all just kind of looking down but man it got me <laughs> <laughs> yeah I don't think I cried in that scene but I did I don't
1: think I cried at all in this movie but not many people uh, probably do <laughs> I do remember being so distraught as soon as Qui-Gon, I couldn't believe it that when Qui-Gon died. Because back, back then, your first couple movies that you watch as a kid, the the good guys never lose, you know? Right. And seeing him get stabbed, I was like, no! Like, I was like, that. I had reacted the same way as Obi-Wan. I was so, like, distraught from it. Like, I didn't know what to do with myself because nobody else knew what they were doing. Yep. But I figured since Obi-Wan was a... Uh, a fully grown adult and not a Padawan in my mind, <laughs> everything will be fine.
2: There's a part, there's like a line, which was it when he's talking to Anakin on Tatooine and he's like, maybe I killed a Jedi to get this lightsaber. He's like, no, you can't kill a Jedi. And he's like, Oh, I only wish that were true. That, ooh, yeah. I mean, yeah. it hits home now, but back then I'm like, no, nah, you can't kill a nah. Jedi. You're crazy.
3: <laughs> tricked us. Well, um, his death was spoiled for a lot of people before the movie came out. Oh, really? Because of the soundtrack came out before the movie oh, yeah. came out, and one of the one of the title tracks is called Qui Gon's Noble Inn.
2: Oh man, <laughs> Qui Gon gets so streamer.
3: <laughs> so there was a lot of people that went into this one, and were that just like, well, so
2: frustrating. He's not going to be here that long.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Great movie, though. I know my my favorite characters were always Jar Jar Binks. And Sebulba for some reason. Sebulba, I don't know why I always love.
3: I them. specifically Sebulba's fun.
1: Associate this movie with Taco Bell. <laughs> oh yeah, mainly just because of Sebulba.
2: <laughs> You're so confused. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Like, were Dude. there Star Wars toys that came from oh, Taco Bell? It was everywhere. everywhere. I so it was, a, that.
3: it was a It was a partnership between Taco Bell, KFC, and Pizza yeah. Hut. But mostly our family just went to Taco Bell a lot. And so there was like the toys um, in the kids meals. I got some posters and stuff. They had these like little, I don't know what they are. They look like pogs, but they weren't pogs. (laughs) They were like, (laughs) with like the characters on them from the movie. And like you could collect them. That sounds Um, really familiar. Yeah, I. Anytime I think about the Phantom Menace, it makes me like crave some like Taco yeah, Bell. I, yeah, kind of, I, mean, I want to go, go get some an Taco old school Bell, like Mexican, Mexican pizza.
2: Ooh, I I have a <laughs> faint memory of seeing like the cover art on like one of their cups or something. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. And at that time, I remember they had a big thing with Pepsi. Remember the Pepsi oh, cans yeah. had all the, the yeah. characters on it? And he was like, oh, you would, win, you would win like a million dollars if you got the can with Yoda on it or oh,
2: something. Yeah. <laughs> I actually remember us getting that a lot back in the day because I'm pretty sure my parents were the ones really wanting to try and collect <laughs> all the cans.
3: <laughs> I I never got Yoda. All I got was a bunch of nuke gun rays. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I specifically asso- associate this one uh, it's a good thing you said KFC because I mean, I guess I didn't really put it together that Pizza Hut, KFC, and Taco Bell were like together back then. I mean, they are now, obviously, because they're all like all in one store. Um, but uh, that makes a lot of sense because that one gooberfish toy definitely looks like a KFC drumstick. <laughs> not gonna lie, <laughs>
0: it's a big gooberfish.
3: Yeah, it's, like, it's one of the toys, and it's like it's got that big gooberfish from the from uh. The big oh, fried whatever. shrimp. Whatever. The one with like the it's time got, got the sticks out? yeah, and it's got the okay. the gungan bongo thing that they're bongo. riding in. It's like on a, a it's like on bongo. a drawstring, so you can like pull the pull the ship oh, away from man. its mouth. But then it like starts to gobble it up.
2: <laughs> That's actually pretty cool. I've never seen that one. I know we we had tons. Like I know they came out with like the pod racer toys, but they were like shrunk. Like they cut the middle section out, so it's like just two big engines and like a giant head of the pilot <laughs> sitting in it. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah.
3: With episode one, I feel like I have more, like, Taco Bell, like, kids' toys than I do, like, actual, like, toys that we went and got at the oh, store. Yeah. Like, the figures, action figures. I feel like I just have those. <laughs> I think I, I started buying some later on when the second one came out. I started buying some more toys. But a lot of, a lot of my, like, keepsakes of Star Wars stuff is, like, those Taco Bell toys. Yeah, for sure. I mean,
1: <laughs> we went, we ate where the Star Wars toys were. Because I remember, I don't know really what... <laughs> uh, I don't remember Attack of the Clones being specifically anywhere, but usually it was like exclusively at one uh, uh, fast food restaurant. And I remember uh, Revenge of the Sith being exclusively at Burger King. And I was like, we don't even like Burger King. That place sucks, but we're going. (laughs) And we got the
2: toys there. I feel like you can't do it as much now. But back then you could also like look in your bag, pull out the toy and be like, hey, I already have this one. Can you switch it out for a different one? And most of the time they would have a couple different kinds. They're like, yeah, well, you got this one. That was the best. It's like the person at the register has no care in the world of what they're like, what is this thing? You you have this one? Happy Meal Toys. Oh yeah. <laughs> Give me that one.
1: There's something about old Happy Meal toys that were just they hit different back then. Now I just feel like it's just a dumb piece of plastic.
2: <laughs> yeah educational books how dare they that's why we never went to
1: chick-fil-a for actual happy meals because they were all educational
0: yeah
2: that's still how it is too i'll get lisa a happy meal and it's like a book about wolves or something like what in the world you guys don't have anything else i guess they do let you trade it in for an ice cream cone see that's that's a good thing for them they know
1: they know their happy meal toys suck so they're like we'll just give you some ice cream when you're ready for it
3: it's like that. Just seems like to defeat the whole purpose of having like an educational toy, though. You know, it's just like, oh, here's a book. But if you give it back to us, we'll give you ice cream. Yeah, who, what kid's going to turn that down? You want education or diabetes? You choose. <laughs> so, has anybody ever seen a pod race?
1: No,
2: I lost a lot of money on one. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh,
1: Jonathan, I'm actually very, very happy and very proud of us for not starting off the podcast with saying. Now this is podcasting. Oh man, <laughs> I it's didn't not a missed that. opportunity because I feel like every <laughs> single podcast out there has made that pun, and I'm very glad that we didn't. No. Even though we inadvertently just did, but you know, whatever.
3: <laughs> You've got to acknowledge it
2: and then move yeah. on. I know another point I had was I remember it being the puppet Yoda. I had to look it up to like confirm that it mm, was yeah. puppet Yoda to begin with. CGI Yoda does. Yeah, they've changed. Yeah, they good. changed it.
3: Yeah a lot of people had had uh, had some complaints about how he looked. Yeah, I think it's better to kind of make it consistent with 2 and 3 just to have him reanimated mm-hmm. in the first, in episode 1.
2: I definitely But agree, yeah. even the
3: original one from episode 1, I still think he looks better than the one that they had in the last Jedi. Like I thought that one looked <laughs> weird to me. <laughs> I don't know. They tried to make him they, look for some reason mobile
1: like a CGI character but he, also a puppet and those don't really work yeah. well together.
3: It just didn't really capture the, the magic of the original, I don't yeah. know. Did did you have like did you have anything else to say like how you got your introduction, oh, me? To Jeremy? To um, well you? it's pretty much the same as you, because 'cause I'm always around you. <laughs> but
1: I mean you watched I didn't watch this one in theaters at all because I was yeah three. Uh I might have been there, I just don't remember it, but I do remember seeing Attack of the Clones in theaters and that was my favorite theater experience ever. I remember being there and just just soaking it all in. Um, I basically just remember just watching it all the time on repeat. And then like same as you finding out that there were um, finding out that there were there was the original trilogy and being mad because I found out uh, I found that out like two days before we went up to uh, Mima and Papa's house. And you know it's like a three, or, mm-hmm. three or four hour drive, which for an eight year old seems like ten,
3: Tw- twelve days, yeah, twelve sure. days yeah. long. And
1: <laughs> back then we didn't have the DVDs, so we had the VHS tapes. So I'd watched, I watched the first one, and I loved it, A New Hope. And then I watched uh, Empire Strikes Back. But then it was time to leave, and I couldn't watch Revenge of the si- or not Revenge- <laughs> uh, Return of the Jedi. I couldn't watch Return of the yeah. Jedi, and I just like stared at it for like three hours just looking and reading the back of the vhs tape and i'm just like i need to watch this <laughs> <laughs> also i remember hating empire strikes back Used to scare me i don't yep. know why
3: whenever after i watched episode one and mom was like oh did did uh did you know like there was all these other movies here. I was like, what? And so she she like handed me the tapes and I just looked at them and I didn't even like care about the order. I didn't like, didn't know. Our uh, our tape collection, A New Hope is Missing a, the Case. It's just oh, yeah. the tape. Yeah. So I was like, well, I'm not gonna watch that one because I don't know what it looks like. <laughs> and then I just saw the, the case for Empire Strikes Back. So I was like, oh, I'll just put this one in. And I started watching it. Mom was like, no, you can't watch that one yet. <laughs> you gotta go watch the other one. <laughs>
2: I am so thankful she fixed that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I remember it was like the tape hadn't even been rewound. <laughs> and I just put it in and it was at this random part where um, Luke and whoever the pilot is that he's like about to get in that like snow speeder mm. thing with like to oh, take yeah. down the AT-ATs. Mm-hmm. They're like about to take, he, it just has that line. Like, I feel like I could, I could take on the empire all by myself or something like that. Like, <laughs> that's the first line of the original trilogy I ever heard. Cause that's the part of the movie. It was at. <laughs> And then I started watching it for a few
2: minutes and then I was like, no,
3: no, 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 that's the wrong one. Take it out. <laughs> Put the other one in. Do
2: you remember making the connection like between that first episode and then the, the old trilogy? Um, with Phantom Menace and stuff? Yeah, with like, I guess the timeline of everything, like rewatching the older three.
3: Yeah, I I remember I got some like car, some uh, these like T.O.P.S. trading cards. That were like, and it had stuff from episode one, but it also had stuff from the original trilogy, and it had like trivia and stuff on it. Yeah. So I remember, like, I remember getting a lot of like trivia and things like that, and kind of understanding more about it from those cards that I had. Strangely (laughs) enough, (laughs) and that kind of like helped me put it put like the connections between the two. It's
1: hard for a lot of people to understand, especially kids, because prequels weren't a huge thing, right? at all and i had a hard time specifically differentiating like obi-wan with old ben like that i I couldn't tell i was like there's no way he's he's already old like why would he get another (laughs) actor to play him now like that's stupid yeah uh i remember seeing the iconic movie poster i don't even remember where it was but i remember seeing it and it had anakin with his backpack, walking, and then like his shadow of Darth oh. Vader. Honestly, right. I think it might have just been from the Weird Al
3: Yankovic <laughs> poster. I Not was, even. I, was gonna, <laughs> I don't even think yeah. it was
1: the actual movie well, poster. I was going to
3: say where you saw that poster, Jeremy, was in our childhood bedroom because I had that poster hanging uh, in our okay. room. Okay,
1: <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. I
2: think eventually they did put that art on like the special DVD edition or yeah. something like that, but yeah.
1: Well, yeah, you had just gotten those it or something, cool. and then I I, had well, just watched it because I, I was only able to see it on VHS because I wasn't there in theaters. Mm-hmm. And, um, maybe yeah. you got it around the same time, and then we lived in the same room, so maybe that's what it was. And I just remember staring at it, and I was like, that's not how shadows work. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. And then I was like, hold up. Anakin, Vader, something's <laughs> not right here. And then you told me, that, uh, yeah, he actually turns into Darth Vader. I was like, what? (laughs) 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 So I remember my mind mind being blown for that. Uh, Okay, the main reason why people hate the prequels, other than Jar Jar, is that it spoils that fact that uh, Darth Vader is Luke's
3: father. Right? Would you agree? Hmm. It doesn't spoil that until you get to Revenge of the Sith.
1: Yeah. But most but, people know because um, of
3: Anakin his name is but it's just the trouble with prequels in general it's cuz like you know what's going to happen where things have to end up so it it kind of makes the stakes kind of yeah. lower i think people like don't really care about it as much i remember i remember watching the dvd extras for this for, i don't know i don't know if it was episode 1 or episode 2 but like one of the producers was just like talking about the trouble of making a prequel because it's like, oh, if you make the Titanic, you know what's going to happen at the end of the movie. You know, it's like, Mm -hmm. yeah. (laughs) Speaking of which, I did watch like all the, all the behind the scenes for episode one this week. I I used to eat up those DVD extras. No (laughs) no one's business. This is a great uh, documentary about episode one called The Beginning. It's like an hour long and it's like George Lucas, like make it. You know, starting how he started, like writing the script and stuff in the early 90s, like getting the movie in production and stuff. It's on the original DVD. So if you got the DVD, pull that out. But I think it's also on YouTube. You can watch it. So okay. that's what I loved about these early 2000s movies is they were just like packed so much with special DVD content. extras.
1: Well, in terms of mm-hmm. twists and reveals, I think the prequels did a better job of that than the original trilogy coming from a chip a a child's perspective um because we're not paying attention to people's characters we're just look we're just there for the lightsaber fights pretty much and i mean
3: and no one does it better than the prequels right no for sure (laughs) no one does um i kind of wrote a list on
1: like why we don't agree with the original trilogy boomers i guess um (laughs) I don't, I actually don't 100% know if you, you, you love the prequels, right, Tyler?
2: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Well,
1: they do have some well-deserved hate. Yes. But going from the exciting version of these prequels, watching the Phantom Menace and then going straight to A New Hope and watching uh, Sir Alec Guinness barely move his arms and hit Darth (laughs) Vader, who also doesn't move, period. It's just like, (laughs) come on, try a little harder. (laughs) So I mean that definitely made it, it made the original trilogy seem boring to me, which is
2: why it made me mad
1: when people were hating on the prequels. But
2: no, I I actually kind of get that because not about Episode One, but like as a little kid, yeah. the Clone Wars, like all the scenes with those epic battles, yeah, like there is nothing cooler than that. Nothing.
1: Oh <laughs> yeah. Like okay, so yeah, you're gonna bash on the prequels for having bad acting, but have you seen the original trilogy?
0: Three <laughs> <3PO! laughs>
3: like it's <laughs> garbage
1: bad acting is a part of star wars overall
2: really the, the sci-fi genre <laughs> it's the, they're
1: not they're not here to be oscar winning actors and actresses and stuff it's just a great story anyways so like knowing that anakin was luke's dad and darth vader was luke's dad It doesn't really change my perspective on... It doesn't change Darth Vader's character for me at all, really. If anything, it adds to it. So I wasn't mad when it was spoiled for me. But, however, but finding out, like, in the prequels, after three long movies, that Chancellor Palpatine, a character that has been actively a different character, not the villain at all. And that's a big twist at the end. Finding out that he's the bad guy, and, in fact, not only the bad guy, but he's also the bad guy in the next trilogy.
3: That's a whole six movies that, tw- that changed all six movies for me. And we won't bring up that somehow he's back in the third trilogy.
2: Oh goodness. I don't <laughs> think he is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's his uncle. I-
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So actually, yeah, that was a twist for me. I, at least I think people that had seen the original trilogy, like knew the actor, Yeah. like played the emperor. So it was obvious to them. But I think, especially in the Phantom Menace, I think it was shot in a way to kind of make that seem like it's not obvious, like to kind of keep yeah. that a, a kind of. Hidden. I mean, he looked like a evil-looking white raisin that
1: shot electricity <laughs> out, and then just some regular <laughs> yeah. old politician. Like, doesn't look. I, I couldn't tell the difference until like the third movie. No, yeah, so I I never made yeah. the connection as a little kid. So I mean, yeah, this is nothing but a perfect trilogy for children. At the time
3: <laughs> now it's an imperfect trilogy for adults. I'll give him it that ends on a very dark note for a children's yeah. trilogy, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's, that's true.
0: <laughs> <No>. <laughs>
3: <laughs> even, even like when I got to, after all the prequels came out, really, I don't really remember a lot of like criticism about the prequels. at uh-uh. the time. Like I was, I was shielded from that. Maybe I just wasn't on the internet. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's exactly time, what you're talking about. Like I experienced the same thing. You know,
3: it wasn't until like like late middle school, early high school. Probably high school is kind of when like I started to get older and kind of realized like, oh, I'm like people are like making fun of Hayden Christensen. I thought he was really cool. I remember having a conversation <laughs> with somebody in high
1: school and finding at finding out that people actually hated it. He was like, Yeah, my dad really hates the prequels. Really hates the yeah, Star yeah. Wars movies. And I was like, Yeah, my dad does too. And, and he was like, really? And I was like, yeah, he just doesn't like Star Wars. And he's like, no, my dad just hates the prequels. I'm like, what are you talking about? Those are the best ones. Our dad just doesn't like Star Wars, period. Because he's, he's more of a nonfiction type of guy. Winston Churchill. He likes real movies talking about that, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> he, in fact, actually, I think he told us that he went to see A New Hope in
2: theaters, and he just walked out. Because <laughs> he didn't like it. <laughs> I feel like that's a boomer thing what? too, because that doesn't happen very often anymore. Yeah. Just walking out no. of a movie.
0: <laughs>
3: I want my to to Check
2: that one. I don't know if that one's true.
3: He told me that it might not have been for the <laughs> first one. I no. He's definitely talked talked to me about like walking out of movies before, though. He's done it. He's like, if he doesn't care about it, he's just gonna leave. <laughs>
2: all right. that's such a funny thing.
1: <laughs> but yeah, so that was a huge twist for me, and it completely changed my perspective on all six of the movies. But I don't know. I, I have no idea. I can't. My my perspective didn't change for Darth Vader because I didn't grow up with the original trilogy. But like this this prequel doesn't take away from the original trilogy at all. I wouldn't say, and I think it only adds to it. So people can hate on Jar Jar, and that's fine. He's annoying. That's fine. But who asked mm-hmm. him not to be? You know, <laughs> nobody. Actually, nobody knew he was coming. But whatever. If but if anything, like Jar Jar is like. He's one of the few characters that actually shows love and shows shows that he has a heart, I guess. And people need to like relate to that, you know, because like Anakin, Jedi's Jedi's just don't show their feelings at all, so everything's really dry. And I'm sorry, Natalie Portman, (laughs) in her diplomatic voice is just so monotone in this, like.
2: I think I I read that when she was, like, in her queen get up, they actually, like, used some audio, like, editing to make her sound different. (laughs) Really? So that you couldn't recognize her voice. Yeah. And I I was trying to pay attention to that watching it through again. And I I don't know if I noticed it. It must have been really subtle.
3: (laughs) So every time that I watch this now, like, as an adult, I always try and pick out, okay, which scenes is she as the queen and which one is, which scenes are (sighs) Kiara Knightley? Kira Knightley, yeah, she Kira Knightley is the other. Is her other? She's uh, not. Is, is the other person that is like pretending to be the queen when when Padme is playing a uh, a hand? Really? Man. And now now I can tell. But as a kid, I could not tell the difference. I just that that was confusing. I I feel like I, so would I can tell ha- now.
1: Have noticed that? Yeah, look at the, because look I at the just credits, watched man.
3: the Pirates trilogy
2: what? recently. Yeah, yeah, I'm not quite as good as knowing. At knowing actors and actresses. Name, so <laughs> I mean, to, I didn't uh, know who I, I mean, huh. she was
3: a nobody when this came out. Uh, yeah, true. And I didn't know it until years later. But I mean, she gets a lot of I think I think, you know, people confusing the two actresses. Yeah, yeah. Thinking they're kind of similar. They do look similar.
1: She's come a long way, Natalie Portman, because I don't know if she was doing that voice on purpose. But once again, she's a bad actor. In this movie, Uh, as well as everyone else, but she has an Oscar for best performance (laughs) as an actress in a supporting role or in a leading role. Uh, and she performed like that.
3: I believe it was intentional from what I've heard. Um, that it was she had kind of gotten inspiration from like I don't know, maybe some older movies of like showing kind of like Queen type figures and that mm-hmm. sort of thing and it was kind of it was it was like kind of it was kind of intentional to do it that way
2: I thought you were going to say
3: a piece of wood or something not an old point <laughs> <no>. <laughs> but um yeah and so i think that it kind of explains that but then, when you get into the other ones, it's just clear that her and like Hayden Christensen like don't have chemistry. Nah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of an issue, I, and that's the that's the shame. I, I don't know because she she is a good actress, and I don't know I don't know what it is. Like maybe she's just not. This, these movies just might not be the the right fit for her. But I, as a kid, I didn't notice no. any of that. I just thought it was great, no, no, which makes it sense. It's, it's easy for adults to hate on this movie. I think there's there's something about with the way um, George Lucas makes movies where it's like with the actors, it, it's just kind of like, he's just trying to tell the story and he tells things at like a very like big picture Mm -hmm. level. And he's never really been like someone that really works with like the actors or anything like that. Like, he's just like, you just say what is needed for the story and we'll go on, you know, like he doesn't really give that much direction. So 30
1: minutes of this movie is definitely
3: just heavy, boring dialogue. Yeah. (laughs) and i wasn't picking up on any of this like politics no. stuff i mean any of the backstory of how they're setting up the republic and yeah. stuff i didn't get any of that as a kid it's actually some of the stuff yeah. that i really enjoy as an adult mm-hmm. now like actually mm-hmm. understanding the story a lot better um i think the movies are actually holding up quite a bit yeah. and like aging pretty well i'd say so
2: i agree yeah
1: um so i i like to make uh movies that we grew up on very like educational and I have to learn it. I associate a vocab word with a certain movie because like, that's the movie that made me uh, learn what that word was. And this one Mm -hmm. was definitely negotiations. (laughs) I need to go back and count, but they said negotiations
3: at least 30 times (laughs) in the first 30 minutes. (laughs) You're right about one thing, Master. Negotiations were short.
2: What I like about that scene is it doesn't even show Qui-Gon's face like how he reacts to the joke. It just shows obi Wan smile a little bit and then it,
0: it switches.
3: The, the camera does like sit on his face just like an extra second too long it seems like.
2: <laughs> hey! You know, there's actually something I noticed. I, I've never really watched movies like for this kind of purpose to like pick out details or anything like that.
3: Mm-hmm. And
2: the part where Qui-Gon's trying to like melt through the door and they're oh man defending oh, and I was then like, the so droids cool. come up the roller droids and they start shooting and he's like it's a standoff he's like let's run away when it switches to the part where they run it's like they they force teleport to the side I've never noticed that like if you go back and look at that scene they're like <clears> gone like instantly yeah no yeah <laughs> it's uh it's like a force run yeah yeah I was, I was like whoa that was <laughs> no i thought um i guess you were talking about uh i'll just tell this is one of my other main points too you're talking about like the educational stories yeah for me mm-hmm. my mom uses this movie all through going up this was one of her educational type things for us because she like anytime she tells us i don't know to go close the door or something and we're like why you know little kids or what why what's the purpose she like gets mad for questioning her and not just obeying she's like you know what would happen if Anakin hadn't dropped to the ground when Qui-Gon said Anakin drop (laughs) he'd be dead now (laughs) just impaled (laughs) in the front of Darth Maul's it's like exactly my mom used that all the time she knew how much we loved Star Wars so we were like I guess I'll be like Anakin will I will not ask (laughs) Anakin duck (laughs) he ducked right away I would be like why I can't even like
1: because I've seen this movie so many times growing up, I can't even like point out a specific time watching it. It's just like imprinted in my brain. Just the wonder Mm -hmm. and excitement of this entire trilogy, just watching Mm -hmm. it all, just like being chased by Darth Maul, getting like that scene. There's a sandstorm come in and you're in the spaceship and like this is your spaceship experience for the first time ever as a kid because you're in. Anakin shoes it's like this is so cool I don't know yeah (laughs) these are experiences
2: I know like growing up I didn't see like the extended version which I I'll have to like compare I don't actually know what scenes were extended but I watched it Mm. through Disney plus and I I know for a fact they add in some extra scenes because there was a few parts like with the pod racing when they're introducing the different pilots I was like I don't remember that yeah. The theatrical cut is shorter. Um, okay, and there, I I don't know if it was
3: extended when it originally came out on tape and stuff, but definitely watching it on Disney Plus, like they were introducing so many of the pod racers that they yeah. did before. Um, like you get to hear their names, and like you were saying, like the only way you'd ever hear any of these people's names is if you got the action figure and saw the right. card. It was yeah. like, oh, this is Ben Quadeneros
2: so, <laughs> or oh, <yeah>. whatever. <laughs> that bull- we always we grew up playing the the pod racing game on nintendo 64 True, yeah so we knew yeah. tons of those guys names but i mean you never really see them but then yeah like watching yeah. it this time I was like whoa i don't remember <laughs> them introducing this guy do you ever
1: go to like to an arcade or something and see that huge pod racing pod racing game where you got to like sit in the pod racer and like you oh, had the like boy. thrusters and everything
3: oh <laughs> yeah the seat was like anakin's pod
2: uh, of course It wasn't like a controller. You had
1: actual thrusters, and it felt so
2: empowering. That would be pretty cool. It'd only be really, really cool if it, like, sent you across the room if you crashed. (laughs) (laughs)
3: That's
2: a liability. Poodoo.
3: Poodoo! Poodoo! one one of the my favorite phrases in this movie that i always like every time i watch it i say to myself i need to start like using that more in conversation is using the term bomb bad it's bomb bad <laughs> <It's> bomb bad <laughs> we, we we're talking about the beginning and you're talking about negotiations
2: um mm.
3: so that was kind of like the purpose of the jedi like early on was like oh they were like negotiators yeah. and that sort of thing keepers of the peace right so that's kind of where it gets into conflict with the later ones where it's like should they be involved with the war yeah they really shouldn't be like generals and into politics and stuff as much right. as they are but um so that's you're you're basically starting out you're seeing like what this is what like jedi did basically before like the clone wars like they went on these missions and they used their lightsaber if they needed to yeah. but you know it was like more diplomatic stuff
0: that's that's, that's
3: something that i like about the ori- this episode one is because it's like it's almost like you're in a happier time of the galaxy yeah <laughs> it's like more, it's like it's before all like the stuff is going down so it's like you can see i don't know what it's like to actually live there when there's like not a war going on <laughs> right it's like at the beginning of the first three
1: like hogwarts time of the of the harry potter movies like just reading the yeah, books yeah. and just like Enjoying being at school with no problems,
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, before <laughs> Voldemort comes yeah. back and let's see I, I know you guys talk about inconsistencies sometimes, and that was did you pick out any for this? Yeah. I've got a couple It's hard for me to scrutinize Star Wars because of how much I love it <laughs> There's
3: one scene that I know i I recognize it now because I know there's a deleted scene, and so it stands oh. out to me now um. It's actually the scene you're, you're talking about with uh, Anakin Duck. Um,
2: oh, actually. So, like,
3: like when, when Qui-Gon goes into town to, like, go get Anakin, he's, like, riding one of those creatures, Eopy mm-hmm. thingies, whatever. Yeah. He, or like, rides part? that into town, <laughs> and then he goes and gets, gets Anakin, and they have that emotional goodbye. That's probably the part that's, like, the saddest to me, is, yeah. like, him leaving his mom for me. But
2: I do remember that being um, I have an
1: inconsistency but after- with his mom. Sorry. Okay. You can finish that.
3: No, Dad? that there was, no dad. <laughs> there was no dad oh
2: really <laughs>
3: there was no father <laughs> um but after they like walk away suddenly it just cuts to the middle of the desert and qui-gon and anakin are just running towards the ship <laughs> and then qui-gon like turns around and it's like anakin duck <laughs> but there's there is a deleted scene in there where uh like, it does show, like, Darth Maul, like, coming at them, like, previous to that. Like, the the, sh- the scene has been cut short. Oh. It's, like, been made brief. And there's even a scene of, like, Darth Maul, like, jumped on the the ship platform with, the, oh, with I remember Wygon. that. And, like, vi got knocked him off. It's, like, this, like, half oh, actual film with, like, actual... It's kind of blended with, like, some of the animatics for it. It's not, like, oh. fully rendered, that sort of thing. Um, but that oh, always that stands out. It's, like... Suddenly, they're just in the middle of the desert, and they're just running. And I'm like, "Where's that thing you were riding? Like into town? I don't. I don't know. Why are you just like running back?"
2: (laughs) I didn't catch that. That's a very,
3: very minor thing. That's all. Mm -hmm. What did you have?
2: I thought I had two in my mind. Oh, okay, I do have two. So, one of them to me is how like the Trade Federation keeps saying that they're like perfectly within legal bounds doing this blockade, which makes no sense to me. And that was just kind of and a As you know, a blockade thing.
3: is perfectly legal.
2: <laughs> exactly. No, there are two of them. <laughs> they're still coming through. <laughs> <laughs> They've gone up the ventilation shaft, sir. <laughs> 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 they all sound awesome. I love those characters. And, they, and the costumes for them. I know this is a yeah. topic, but they, they still, everything in that movie held up really well. Uh, let's see. Okay, the main one that I got me this time, which I never really thought about, was when they land on Tatooine, and you got Qui Gon, and R2D2, and Jar Jar going into the city, and then of course Padme comes out, and she's like, "Oh, the Queen wants the da 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 da," and he doesn't want to take her. Yeah. But why is he taking Jar Jar? Like, because <laughs> th- there yeah. is no reason to take Jar Jar. Because maybe
1: he'll die <laughs> on the way.
2: For the movie's sake, they want him to. Be, yeah. The first thing he says is, like, the sun is killing my skin. And they're like, yeah, because you're, like, an underwater creature <laughs> and you're in this desert. <laughs> so yeah. Obviously, they only took him for, like, the comedic factor and everything. But
3: When I was rewatching it, I, that's the thought that I had was, like, okay, if they had had some foresight, they might have had Jar Jar stay on the ship to, like, give the audience a break of Jar Jar at that moment. <laughs> yeah, right. That might have been a good place right but there. No,
1: some of his <laughs> best scenes are on Tatooine.
2: He does have quite a few <laughs> Where he scenes that shocks his face pop
1: up. and
3: his tongue goes
1: numb.
2: <laughs> my tongue! my tongue! Everything with Sebulba. Yeah, I.
3: You gotta think that like Jar Jar and Obi Wan just have some beef because <laughs> like later on Obi Wan is just like, why do I get the feeling we have picked up another pathetic life form? When <laughs> <laughs> he's talking about Anakin.
2: You know what? I didn't even think of that. Yeah, exactly. and So
3: Qui-Gon's like, I can't leave Jar Jar on the ship with Obi-Wan. Yo, he's salty because Obi-Wan <laughs> wanted to go out too.
1: He Obi-Wan had to stay on the ship.
2: He had to keep him from making contact. It seemed yeah. not seem like those people did not understand the fact that they should not make contact.
1: <laughs> so no reply of any John, kind And then I've got a burst of nostalgia for you. Because you haven't brought it up. I, I don't okay. know if you were going to. But you remember the PC it. game Pit Droids? Mm. <laughs> yes, I, do. I remember
3: not knowing how to play it, but I remember I played it I, I forgot about that so what it was it's a game that I got at the scholastic Book fair at school, so uh, not a real game, not, not a real was game like, <laughs> right no it was like a brain brain teaser like it was like puzzles yeah. it was I, like you'd was like interested. have to you'd have to like put stuff in a certain order like and the pit droids would organize it stuff yeah. to like be able to get out of a situation I don't remember exactly, but I used to play that quite a bit it was like a bunch of puzzles
2: oh i'm sorry it's i pulled it up it says star wars pit droids 300 plus puzzles to drive you nuts <laughs> yeah <laughs> to drive you nuts
3: i didn't know what it was when i got it like i just saw star wars yeah. and so i asked my mom if we could get it and i put it in and i was just like oh this wasn't what i was expecting but okay i'll play it <laughs> i remember the pit droids being the coolest things
1: ever because you could just hit the nose and they just
2: oh i love get- them um oh, so God. much
1: what is it called? What is the word I'm looking for? Fold up. Yeah, they just fold Retract. up. Contract. Yeah. Something yeah. like that. <laughs> I was thinking congeal and I was like, no, that's not the word. Yeah. But it's so cool. You can just like carry them around anywhere and then have an assistant.
3: Yeah. I one of my favorite things in watching The Mandalorian was like seeing yeah! droids show up in one yeah. episode. That was awesome because like that show is just like so like geared towards like original trilogy yeah. vibes. But then I love it when they have like some of these prequel nods in there too. I, I feel like that the was Mandalorian
1: nice. is the only thing that keeps Star Wars fans united. <laughs> Even then, there's still some disagreements, but
0: still.
2: I, I am glad that the, these pit droids popped up somewhere else because there was like the point where Jar messing with it and Anakin's like, hit the nose. Hit the nose. Yeah, in a yeah. way where you're supposed to already know. So I'm like, okay, so these things must exist everywhere. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this movie in particular all the battle droids were like more robotic and seemed more realistic to me yeah and i guess once they learned that jar jar was like not a good move and they moved on to the next episode they kind of took the the silly factor and put it in the droids and started giving yeah, them more yeah, yeah. personality which I, I still i mean it, it's i love all the movies still but I liked when the droids weren't too crazy and now they're kind of like super silly, but it still works.
3: Yeah. That, that gets amped up a lot in the Clone Wars series. Oh yeah. (laughs) They get extremely goofy and comic relief. Yeah. Um, But yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Jonathan.
1: The, the, Mm -hmm. um, do you remember the, the squeezable boss nest? Toy. It was like a water gun where you like put him underwater mm-hmm. and then he like you squeezed him and water shot out his mouth.
2: <laughs> yeah. He doesn't even
1: do that in the movies, but <laughs> it was
3: awesome. In the movies, he just goes.
2: <laughs> I would do that, but it gives me a headache every time. <laughs> I used to do it all the time. <laughs> Be gone with him. Be gone with him.
3: <laughs> <Misa like-a-dees. laughs> Dinks. oh man that was so cool like seeing the underwater Gungan city first yes. time like even re-watching i was just like man this is awesome that's one of the things
2: that stuck with like <laughs> yeah. the music even while they're swimming towards it
0: yeah. oh yeah oh.
2: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that part That was, like, one of those amazing characters. We hadn't seen Mm -hmm. a lot.
1: Like, even in the Star Wars movies, they weren't on all these different worlds um, in the original. So they they hopped around. Their world hopped a lot in this one, at least. Yeah, And even then, like, Naboo is such a diverse world. So there's, like, different Mm -hmm. parts of it that look completely different, especially underwater. (laughs) But we we went through, like, the core and, like, underwater, and then all, all of a sudden just show up in, like, the citadel
3: you know (laughs) but (laughs) right in the center yeah 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 there's there's so much behind the scenes of like because the cool thing about uh the prequels i mean all basically all of the star wars movies that george lucas made except for the original one are like independent films yeah like he just made them himself because he made so much money on the first one (laughs) like and he got sequel rights and, like, merchandising rights. And so he, like, used that money to just keep making them. So, I mean, he, like, wasn't under, like, under, like, studio pressure. And he, like, spent so much time, like, before the prequels just doing all this world building. And, like, he had, like, artists on hand, like, several years before the movie was even shot. Just, like, doing concept yeah. art, making costumes, like, just coming up with the design and the look. Because he didn't want it to look just like the yeah. old ones. I mean, that's why these, these have kind of a different different look and some people like Mm. don't like that that different aesthetic but um you know he he didn't want to just repeat himself and so that's kind of where some of the criticism comes in (laughs) because like i expected it to be like this and it's not but
2: that's interesting yeah
3: yeah so just like there's a lot of designs with like the ships and the things and like the different planets and the prequels
2: did a really good job of that i think not knowing that i kind of just as a note like in the the older movies, they're in like this rebellion, so other ships are kind of like welded together, and inside's all dirty. and yeah, There's just yeah. like nets and stuff everywhere, and then this one you got like these pristine corridors yeah. and clean ships and everything. So yeah, I guess that does make yeah, sense. Yeah, it's
3: supposed to show kind of a, a subtle, gradual kind of decline as as the Empire takes over, things yeah. start looking crappier. Right. <laughs> Even even with like the battle droids and them like not being like that efficient was like intentional because it was like, oh, they're not very good. That's why like they decide to get like clones yeah. and like get soldiers mm. and that sort of thing because the they're just not as just efficient and that sort of thing. Blow up
2: one ship and they're all shut down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definitely not sufficient in that case.
3: Yeah. So, Tyler, with our, our last guest we had on, we, uh, we had them take what's called an IQ test. And it's not of your intelligence, but it's your inside quotes. Knowledge. I don't know. That doesn't <laughs> How really well sense.
1: do you know our podcast?
3: <laughs> what a self-centered quiz. How do you...
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's not an intelligence test, but the IQ stands for inside quotes. Yes. But instead of the general one that I wrote for last time, this one is going to be Star Wars themed. So I'm gonna, We're going to ask you some questions. There's no wrong answers. It's just, you know, be mindful of the living force. So. Mike, first question here for you is,
2: what is your favorite Star Wars planet? Oh, I thought you were gonna say movie. I was like, that's. I don't know if I can answer <laughs> that now. Favorite Star Wars <laughs> planet? Honestly, I'm kind of surprised that my brain is going this direction, because, but my gut reaction is Tatooine. Okay. Yep. Even you know, though it's just this desert planet, but I like I solid choice. Game a lot and a lot of like it's it's a planet that's in every game yep. every. Movie Mm -hmm. every episode. There's so many things that go on there, but like Mm -hmm. I like the the Sand People, the the Banthas, Mm -hmm. and all that stuff. And then you got Mm -hmm. Sarlacc and Jabba the Hutt, and all that different stuff. Yeah, that was always my favorite. Yeah, Yeah. I think Hoth is probably a close second, just because I loved the Wampas growing up.
1: (laughs) I like Hoth because
2: without snow,
1: and all I wanted to see was snow. (laughs) (laughs) A planet of snow.
3: Solid, solid answer. I'll say, I'll say my, my favorite planets are like all in this movie without like specifically saying which one. Mm -hmm. I mean, I just love the planets in this one. Okay. Next question.
2: Light side or dark side? Yeah. I was, I was always the kid that chose like the weirdest characters as my favorite, which is why (laughs) I probably like Jar Jar and Saboba. But because of that also, I always grew up loving like the dark side characters a lot Mm -hmm. more. Like, my older yeah. brother was always like, I want to be Luke Skywalker, and he's got like the green saber. Yeah. And he's like, That is so lame, dude. I'm about <laughs> to light and shock you, or something. <laughs> That's right. Like, Darth Maul is still for me, other than like some of the like Darth Raven or Revan, if I could pronounce mm-hmm. it right, and like the books and stuff. But of the, all the movies, Darth Maul is my favorite. Yeah. So, definitely Dark Side. All right. All <laughs> Don't right. tell my mom. <laughs> hey, the dark side's cool. They have cookies.
3: I think there's a lot of things that make up Star Wars. And it's a lot of elements that come together, but I've I've kind of narrowed it down to three here. And so I want to know what your favorite aspect of Star Wars is. You've got the Jedi versus the Sith, you know, the light side, dark side, Force stuff. You've got the Rebels versus the Empire. Or you've just kind of got that weird, like, bounty hunter underworld, <laughs> you know, aesthetic. What's your favorite aspect of Star Wars, or if there's something else, then maybe it doesn't fall into those
2: three. I'd say I I typically don't like the cliche stuff as much, and but I'd say hands down the Jedi and Sith kind of aspect was always my favorite. Yeah. I growing up again, my older brother loved like the Rebels and like he'd have like the sticker of the symbol or something like that, mm-hmm. but I I never. Cared anything about the rebels? I guess I did like the Empire a lot. I will say that. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, the the whole Sith and Jedi thing, which is I think why Episode One was such an awesome thing to me, because you're getting all this like Jedi knowledge from Qui Gon, and you're seeing like yeah. how they work, and then you're seeing the Sith. How there's like they mentioned at the end, there's always two of them. You got the master and the apprentice. Yeah.
3: there's there's like so much all those aspects. added to the to like the Force and the Jedi and some people are critical. Um, all I have to say is midi Glorians to some people. <laughs> may, yeah. They have a field day with that. <laughs> I never oh, had man. an issue with that because. That never
2: bothered that, me either. Because I me. It's fine. It made didn't sense. make any connections really. <laughs> I was like, okay.
3: Um, yeah. Stuff like that. Um, with, you know, always, you know, the rule of two, basically of the Sith. Mm-hmm. Um, and Then there's that line just that of, of uh, Yoda, where it's just like, fear is the path to the dark side you know fear leads to anger anger leads to hate hate leads to suffering suffering.
2: (laughs)
1: hey rain makes corn corn makes whiskey whiskey makes my baby go to the dark side (laughs) i think yoda said that probably yaddle said that actually i think so in his younger days
3: next question what is your favorite star wars character
2: Salacious breadcrumb. Mm. <laughs> Not in, like, in involving the entire Star Wars universe, I'd say Darth Revan. Okay. Ooh. but We got a hipster wise, in the building. That'd be a tough one. Yeah, man. He's the only Force user who has ever mastered the light and the dark side. Okay. Try to top that. So to top I have that no that. idea who you're talking about. So this is interesting
1: to me. If you can expound upon that, yeah, it's like yeah. old Republic. Stuff, yeah, that was in right? the old old stuff. Which it yeah. sounds
2: like they're planning to make some movies back in that time, right? Maybe they're at some thinking point? about it. Yeah, I think so. That would be okay. pretty cool. But yeah, if that counts as an answer, that definitely. Yeah, be sure. I'm not sure. And who then the follow-up question:
3: Who is your least
2: favorite Star Wars character? Oh goodness, this might take some thinking.
3: Favorite. Prequels or OT? I, these Star Wars questions are
2: open to okay. all of Star Wars. These aren't episode one specific or anything.
1: Lando. Okay.
2: Yeah. Hate him. Oh, man. Hot, hot take. take. I, <laughs> hot take for Lando. I didn't mind him in the old movies, but I i didn't like him in the new, like his, the Han or the the solo movie solo, I did like yeah. that much. Yeah. Man. Okay, okay. I have the perfect... There's one character that absolutely <laughs> aggravates me. And it is from The Mandalorian. Okay. And it's, it's that country hick repair chick. You know what I'm talking oh, about? Tatooine? The one that helps him repair his ship. On I Tatooine? I stand her. I don't... <laughs> that watches the, the... The lady with the pit yeah. droids. <laughs> right, the lady with the pit droids. Yeah. Her character definitely takes me why. out of I it. I cannot stand her. She she reminds me of like one of those things where you press a button and they repeat a line to you every time. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's it's really it's got feeling in her acting and it's not like yeah. dull or anything, but it's just it, I think she's oh, a comedian. I stand it. <laughs> I, I think <laughs>
3: The Mandalorian has a few comedians <laughs> that they've cast on there, most notably Bill oh, Burr. Yeah. But um uh, <laughs> I wanna she say her character's familiar. name is Pelly Mott, something like that.
2: I, I can't remember. <laughs>
3: Dude, you know too much about Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, I'll cut that out so I don't look like a huge nerd. <laughs> uh, but
2: yeah, I, I'm that's the first on one that the, comes to mind.
1: I, I, I'm going to say Bill Burr, Burr, Bill Burr's character is probably one of my top five favorite Star Wars
2: characters. And there's a lot of characters. He's great.
3: He's great in The Mandalorian. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to put him in my top five, but he's way better than I yeah. expected.
2: <laughs> oh, I, I don't match names with faces.
3: Was he the show? the bald guy. He, he's who... He's like he's the guy with the Boston accent in Star Wars.
2: <laughs> oh, I know, I know what you're talking about the, the prison that...
3: breakout, and then they brought him back for season right. two, and he has that scene where he's um, like the
2: Imperial guy. Yeah, and... yeah, that was a oh, great scene. Great yeah, it was. Here's
3: here's another throwaway. Um, well, just a follow up again. I just thought of it. Do you have like a random character that you just love for like no reason? <laughs> That's just like some random character in the background
2: that you just like for some reason stood yes. out to you. I always liked, we called him Hammerhead, like the Ithorians, okay. the big okay. weird shaped, like in the cantina dudes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> we had the toy of him and he had like this weird gun that only fit in his hand. And I yeah. always played with that, <laughs> that character. Very nice.
3: All right. Uh, this is, this is inside quotes. So do you have a favorite Star Wars quote?
1: I'm a pilot, you know. That's a tough one.
2: <laughs> <laughs> i never piloted anything before other than pod racers but i'm a pilot oh man that's a tough that's probably the toughest one so far my favorite or a like a standout star wars quote for me i think oh uh these days it's probably because of memes and stuff too but it's quickly grown to be my favorite but the one where older anakin is sitting next to the chancellor palpatine and he mm-hmm. leans over and he's like, have you ever heard the tragedy of Darth Plagueis the Wise? Yes.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> There's lots of funny memes for that one, but also like all yeah. the... I've read like the Darth Plagueis book and different stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of a cool tie-in to other things.
3: What about the droid attack on the Wookiees? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Poor Monday. mundi good. <laughs> oh man I, if I put a lot of time to it I'd probably think of a different one but that's that's the one that there's comes too many like a favorite to be honest
3: there really is
2: <laughs> And these these things will probably change by the day yeah. you just like
3: one day something else but uh, that's what you maybe like, today you got like Dexter
0: Obi-Wan
3: Obi-Wan <laughs> oh, this belongs to one of those cloners <laughs> a saber <laughs> dog you wanna buy some death sticks
1: He's probably my <laughs> random character that I like. Yeah. That was
2: a pretty good one.
3: Well, I, I just like... I, I know his name, too. I, I shouldn't know his really? name, but it's a funny name. Ilano Bagano. Okay, that's, that's <laughs> memorable. Right there. No way. Bagano. That's why I remember Sleaze that one.
2: Baggino. That is great. Alright. Um, no, favorite Star Wars video game? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I'm sitting here thinking of all the ones I've played. There's... Can't really beat Battlefront. That's just kind of a thing. Like yeah. Battlefront 1 and 2, I played with my brothers so much. That was before it was online, too. PlayStation so, 2, though, you're just talking about. Like the original. original. Oh, no, 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 no. Xbox. The new ones? <laughs> oh, the new ones? The new ones are pretty good. Uh, nice. Yeah, I guess I just assumed it was on That's PlayStation 2. That's what we had. <laughs> That's what you had? It? No. We had original Xbox One. What yeah. yeah. Oh, so he was better than us. But that game, There was also... There was one that me and my brothers, for some reason, played it so much, and it really didn't have much variety to it, but it was just the movie, like the Clone Wars movie game, not the cartoon Clone Wars one. And yeah. mm-hmm. the multiplayer was literally just an arena, well, the arena yeah. that everyone gets attacked in, and the Jedi come and save the day. And oh. you just choose a couple different, whatever Jedi. I would always choose Mace Windu just because I liked mm. the purple lightsaber. Yeah. <laughs> and you just... <laughs> fight waves and waves of droids as they get harder. We played nice. that one a ton for some reason.
1: Did Mace Windu pull out his lightsaber at all
3: in this movie? Episode one, okay. no.
2: No. I was gonna no. say I don't remember it at all.
3: In your opinion, what is the best Star Wars viewing order?
2: <laughs> I'd say if you're brand new to Star Wars, I'd say chronological is the way to go, like yep. episodes one to the end
0: okay
2: i i've never been a stickler for saying like you got to watch him okay. in the order they came out because
0: mm-hmm.
2: i mean if you've never seen him before why not give yourself the enjoyment of not knowing anakin's gonna be darth vader because that would just yeah. be even more mind-blowing yeah. and with the emperor and all that kind of stuff i guess the only thing i'd say mm-hmm. is don't watch the sequels first <laughs> yeah <laughs> i like to yeah, start yeah. him out with rogue one <laughs> or the mandalorian I mean, that one is kind of a good standalone thing, (laughs) but I had so many friends who watched it just for Baby Yoda, and they have no idea what's going on. Yeah. (laughs) No idea. Yeah.
3: (laughs) All right. Have you ever heard of the Machete
2: Order? No, I haven't.
3: It's, um, well, I think there's, like, different variations of it, but it's basically, like, you start out with, like, it's like you start out, you watch four and five, then you go back and watch the prequels, and then you watch Return of the Jedi.
2: Weird, just to not ruin the father thing. I,
3: I think it. I think if you do it that way, it protects the um, the reveal that like Luke and Leia are brother and sister, and that uh, yeah. that yeah.
2: sort of thing. That that's that's looking so deep into it because I could see. Yeah, that's like the one thing you avoid is ruining the Luke and Leia thing. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm thinking it. I don't know. I, I just I'd didn't know if you heard, heard of it or not. One to end. Yeah. I, yeah, I hadn't heard of yeah. it. That's crazy.
3: What <laughs> is your personal favorite Star Wars movie? Oh. I'm not talking about like objectively which one is best. Like everyone's going to yeah. say like Empire or something or original trilogy or whatever. Like I don't care about any of that. Like which one personal favorite? do you have, do you have a personal favorite?
2: I think I do. Which until the prequels came out was the one with the Hoth battle scene, mm-hmm. just because it was like the first thing in it and yeah. I loved the ATATs and mm-hmm. the ATATs and chicken walkers have always been such a sweet thing in my mind. Chicken walkers. But I think because of that. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh I always forget. They're ATSTs, aren't they? Something like that. We've little always little ones, called yeah. them chicken walkers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Chicken walkers. <laughs> that got me. Um <laughs> I think my favorite though was let's see, was it Oh man, now I have to think back. Let's see. So episode two is when all the clones came out there fighting. Then episode three. I, I'm pretty sure episode three is my favorite. Just because you get like the emotional turn of Anakin. And you get to see like all that awesome stuff set up. You get to see some epic Yoda versus Emperor. And like you get to see the Emperor and his change. Mm-hmm. And then you still get some pretty cool clone action. I did I mean the, the clone battles I think is my favorite moment in the Star Wars stuff, like in the the second episode, but the third episode yeah. I think is still my favorite. It's probably the one I've seen the most recently. Hmm. With not yeah. as much time to like watch a movie. I'll I'll watch that one again. I was like, man, this is it gives me all those like butterfly feelings of knowing like how the whole story kinda <laughs> oh, comes so together good. and you're like, This is the so Emperor, good. this guy. <laughs>
3: <laughs> all right. Well, I think you passed. I think he passed the test. No wrong answers, so. Would it have failed if I said episode nine? <laughs> yep.
1: That was the only wrong answer. <laughs>
3: only wrong answer.
2: Oh,
1: I would have accepted episode eight even, and I used to hate that
3: one. No. If you had said the Clone Wars movie, <laughs> which was just three episodes pasted together and put in theaters. If you would have said Clone Wars season one through three.
2: Mm-mm.
3: If you said uh, Ewoks, uh, Caravan of Courage.
2: <laughs> 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 I was looking, I was just scrolling through Disney Plus to find a cartoon for Lisa to watch, and I saw that they had old Star Wars stuff. And yeah. I, they've got, I guess there was an Ewok like series, and I tried to play it. It is so like it's old me. I, it's I terrible. couldn't, even I couldn't sit through it. I was like, oh, as much yeah. as I like Star Wars, this is strange. <laughs> it's like Smurfs, but Ewoks. <laughs> Just as a, this doesn't have to be in the episode, but I did look up a random tidbit that I had never realized. But some actors that they had some different actors that they were going to possibly cast as Qui Gon Jinn. Interesting. Oh yeah. Which the other options would have been Morgan Freeman. Nope. You imagine that? <laughs> Absolutely. Tom, not. Hanks? Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. Oh yeah, no way. Kurt Russell. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> And then the last one was Denzel Washington, Obi Wan. Yeah, I, I couldn't see any of them doing that.
3: Denzel's interesting. I I don't know about Qui Gon, but I I could probably see him doing something. I don't you know. dare well, say Mace out Windu? Out of the ones that you mentioned, I'm not gonna say Mace Windu.
2: No, they they actually had they they listed someone. They only listed one other person that they almost casted for Mace Windu. It was Tupac, the rapper.
1: Really? I did know about that. <laughs> I have heard about that. <laughs> I would Could like to see Denzel actually as that. Mace Windu, because he's got so much more <laughs> yes. authority
3: in his voice, you know. <laughs> Tyler, earlier you mentioned really liking Qui Gon's character, right?
2: Yeah, just in general, as like it's the first time, other than Yoda, that you're getting like these teachings from the Jedi. Like one of the first scenes where he's Obi Wan's like, "Oh, I." I sense of disturbance he's like I don't sense anything keep your minds in the present and he's listing off mm-hmm. all these like lessons that he's teaching and throughout the whole movie he seems like he always makes the right decision always makes the wise decision at least and even like rewatching it now you see times where he's kind of like when he tries to pay Watto with the Republic credits yeah. and he's like nope not gonna work yeah, yeah. He, Corrigan's just kind of <laughs> like you can see him kind of contemplating in his mind he's like oh boy yeah <laughs> Waving your hand around like that. Qui-Gon Ka- Ka- is shrewd. He's right, uh, but he's a he's a gambler. Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. He like even before they got the tattooing, he's a gambler. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Did
3: Jedi My tricks don't work on me. Only money. <sighs> oh, Dude, I love Wato so <laughs> yeah, much. There's so many How characters in this movie that I really love. Dude's like know. 250 pounds he's got two (laughs) little dainty wings I I really like um Qui-Gon as well I I think he's my favorite Jedi I think he I wouldn't have said that early on as a kid because when I first watched this I he was just kind of an old guy to me (laughs) I was more like oh like Obi-Wan he's the the young guy he's like the one that like actually took down Darth Maul but I always liked Qui-Gon he just like would I have said he was my favorite No, but. Yeah, after like watching the rest of the movies and like watching, I mean, and seeing how the prequels played out, you definitely see like he was like the one that like knew what was going on for sure. (laughs) Like, he was like going against the council at times, like, we need to be doing this, and they're like, he's too old, yeah, (laughs) we can't train him, you know. And like, when he says that, that's another thing, like, coming from watching the original trilogy, you're like, what about Luke? He's like this old, old guy, like, (laughs) learning the force, (laughs)
2: yeah,
3: like. Like Anakin's like nine years old and
2: he's too old?
3: What is this business like? Uh, I
2: think there was a point where Yoda was like talking to Obi Wan's ghost. He's like, he's too old.
3: Who's too old? You're too old, Yoda. You're like nine hundred years old. <laughs> Should you <she> be retired? <laughs> <Get> roasted. <laughs> you wrinkly looking Muppet. <laughs> um oh, maybe a follow up here, uh to the IQ test. Do you have a favorite uh, Star Wars lightsaber battle?
2: Oh. It probably still like the Anakin and Obi wan fight. Yep. Just because like it takes place in so many different spots. It's hard. Which one? one to which one do you like mean? Yeah. Are you
1: talking about A New Hope or Revenge of the Sith? It's <laughs> <laughs> very similar fights.
2: <laughs> well, I, I like I like short fights, so definitely the first one. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen Rebels? I actually have not. I I started the first episode and. I think because, like, Lisa was with me, I was like, oh, maybe I shouldn't watch this. If you want to see a, a
3: short lightsaber fight, watch Obi-Wan versus Darth Vader. Darth Vader? I hate it.
0: What? His pod racer?
3: <laughs> oh,
1: please.
3: But, no, I, I didn't even mean to say Darth Vader. Darth Maul and Obi-Wan fight in Rebels. This is the crossover we needed.
1: We didn't know we needed. We need Darth Vader.
3: <laughs> Shoot, oh, we oh man that's that's good i i really love the lightsaber fight though in in episode one uh i'll uh i haven't decided what my favorite is but just the the duel of the fates music in this is awesome we haven't really talked about john williams that much but even if you don't like the movie you at least get a new john williams soundtrack so it's like that's awesome (laughs) but duel of the fates is epic get over darth (laughs) Vader. (laughs) <laughs> you got Rank The rank of master
1: Shoot I give my left two lug nuts Or something like that <laughs> <laughs> You did what in the cup Oh uh... <laughs> It is sounding like I'm gonna have to take off Pretty soon Okay Okay alright 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 uh, So I have a suggestion For a potential guest And I feel like Tyler The last time I've seen you Was probably When I was 16 Was it Olin Rogers Olin Rogers Yeah
2: Might have been Olin It was Rogers. like
1: 2013 <laughs> was... It's been a long time Yeah man. It's been a great reunion for me. Um, but I was thinking, do we have the mo- do we have enough like influential power to ask Olin Rogers to become a guest on Inside Quotes for one of the original trilogy episodes? You think he'd do it? He's got something to plug. And we are the number fourteenth. He
2: probably would.
1: We are the number fourteenth <laughs> right, podcast in Thailand, so who knows? <laughs> I'm going to send him a DM of him, of me giving him a piggyback ride, and I'll be like, hey, you owe me one. So
2: <laughs> if you like Star Wars for like Christmas? and
1: you want to come on the show, we will
2: gladly yeah, give you a spot. Well, for like Christmas, <laughs> Olin Rogers did a thing where if you buy a T-shirt, he would send a, a recorded message of whatever you wanted. Like you'd type it up and send it to hey. him, and he'd send it mm-hmm. to that person. And he got like <laughs> – he he was doing it every day for like – 12 hours oh. because of how many people ordered stuff He was like yeah this was a bad choice but i feel like because of that bad choice he probably wouldn't mind uh giving up his time for other things that are just random yeah so yeah he'd probably make it on here maybe maybe,
1: maybe he has a cameo or you something we can like pay for a bad
2: choice for him to do that when
3: when, you, when he's when he's not writing a tv yeah. show yeah when he's got season Which three to plug so
1: he might as well yeah i didn't Anyways, Olin Rogers, if you're out there already listening, you could already be a fan, who knows? Hit us up, you know? But other than that, Tyler, it's been a great time having you on the show, catching up. And Yes, absolutely. You are definitely welcome to come back on for another episode, whichever one you want.
2: Yeah. Um it's been like a dream come true, I'll say. Like, I <laughs> definitely enjoy listening to you guys' podcast. I feel like our childhoods were pretty similar, so I get a pretty good laugh out of a lot of the that's, funny little things that good. you guys talk about. That's great. Uh, and uh, yeah, I will uh, continue to be your biggest fan. Yes. <laughs> Anybody else who says otherwise, meet me in the parking yeah. lot with your lightsaber, but mine is Darth <laughs> Maul, so you better watch out. <laughs> Double trouble. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, man. Yeah, I'm glad our childhoods are very similar to everyone else's. That's what makes our podcast somewhat relatable. Otherwise, I mean, we're, we're going to do oh, yeah. this with or without fans because, I mean, this is a way for me <laughs> and Jonathan to catch up and just talk about our childhood. It's you know? a pretty cool way. And yeah. <laughs> a lot more people like it, which I was very surprised. But, you know, we've got, we did one whole year of this. We can do more. So we're still making no promises,
2: oh, yeah. but yeah. keep them coming. Um, I keep guess we can wrap come. it up
3: after we let them go. So. <laughs> Yeah, if you need to get get going, yep. we'll uh, we'll let you go. But thanks thanks again for coming on the show, and we'll have you back on anytime anytime you want. Just you let make make know. sure you go before you get in big doo doo this time. <laughs>
2: <laughs> big doo <doo-doo> doo this time.
3: <laughs> See you, Tyler. We'll make sure that mom doesn't try and sell you or anything. Oh man. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> well, Jeremy, I feel like there's. A lot more we could say about this movie. We didn't really talk about uh, Jake Lloyd as Anakin that much in this. No, but uh, he has like the best quotes of this movie. I mean, just everything he says. I mean, yeah, (laughs) I put in a quote of him like talking to Padme in the end of last episode. And there's just so many, so many quotes in there. Are you an angel? Oh, man. Speaking of Jake
1: Lloyd, I should have brought it up when he was talking about the uh, Qui-Gon's funeral scene. Uh-huh. But uh, I remember him saying like it might have been the ending part with uh Boss Nass. Uh, it was when Queen Amidala showed her real identity. Oh yeah. Uh it panned over to like Qui-Gon's face and all of them. They're like, What? You know, they're it uh-huh. was like normal. But then Jake Lloyd, it panned over to him and it just he looks so betrayed. <laughs> it was very funny. Um but yeah, no, we, we can talk we have six more of these episodes yeah. to worry about. We can talk about yeah. Star Wars. I mean, we talked mostly about <laughs> I feel like we talked just as much original trilogy on this episode than yeah, more more than I probably intended to, <laughs> but that's all right. But that's fine. We usually talk about everything we quote hole, holes pretty much in every movie, so it doesn't that's matter.
2: True. That's <laughs> true.
3: Anyway, this this movie for us, it's it's great in our in our opinion. I love the pod race. I love I love Naboo. I love everywhere we go in this. And I love Jar Jar. Don't, don't at me. I love Jar Jar. And I love, I love the (laughs) lightsaber. And I love pineapple on pizza. That's right. Yes. (laughs) But uh, next, next time on inside quotes, we'll be covering episode two attack of the clones. And it won't be a, a hint, but we'll go ahead and play a clip for you right here.
1: I was beginning to wonder if you'd got my message. I retransmitted it just as you would request it, Master. Then we decided to come and rescue you. Good job. Our show art was done by Bryce Bridgman, and you can find him at GroovyBridge on Instagram. And if you want to follow us on Instagram, you can find us at inside quotes cast. Um, if you have any suggestions for any movie, send us a DM or just enjoy the ride. <laughs> and we also started a TikTok where we just have like a recap of just a small clip of what we talk about on the show to get you excited for it, I guess. Um, but yeah, follow
3: us on TikTok, Instagram, follow Bryce on Instagram. Thanks to Tyler for being on the show again and uh, continue sending us Star Wars memes. We we love them. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please be sure to leave us a good review. Five stars and we'll finish the race, of course. (laughs) (laughs)
1: That's solid. That's
3: solid. Uh,
1: Thanks for listening, everybody. We hope you enjoyed listening to us just as much as we like talking about it. And this time it was a lot more fun because we had a special guest if you want to listen to more of our childhood stories make sure you listen to our past episodes or past movies that we've covered uh, and if you want to subscribe do that or we'll blow you up boom but yeah subscribe down below or we will show the police That's right. but we've got a lot of plans for our podcast it's been a year in the making and I feel like we've just we're just now getting started just warming up just warming up But making no promises no promises at all Maybe some random merch this year. Who knows? But until then, we'll see you next time on Inside Quotes. Yippee!
3: You're wrong about one thing, Master. The podcast was not
0: short.